Hello and welcome to today's episode. Today we're talking about the step two of the startup formula, six easy steps to start your business and it's all about your values. The Startup Student Podcast, the podcast for students who want to be their own boss, where students and experts from across the world and I, Christine, give you practical advice. We are looking into tips all around starting and marketing your own business, as well as productivity to better balance your student and business life. Turn your idea into reality. I'm your host, Christine. Let's start this episode. In the last week, we talked about step one of the startup formula, which is using the acronym CHANGE. And the C was, do you remember? Clarity. It was all about what does clarity mean and all about goal setting using the acronym ACHIEVE. I just want to quickly recap. I hope you already stated some goals using that formula or any other formula that you really prefer using just to test it out and achieve or standing for as if now clear and specific hittable in a positive direction exciting verifiable and ecological and then we also talked about um, how you can stay motivated by breaking things down into smaller goals milestones uh, knowing your big why how you can do some vision boarding, who can help you, what can help you, and to be flexible and maybe starting a feedback scrapbook. So let's look into step two, hold on to your values. Let's start with a quote again by Gandhi. And you might know this one because it's quite a famous one. Your beliefs become your thoughts. Your thoughts become your words. Your words become your actions. Your actions become your habits. Your habits become your values. Your values become your destiny. There you go. That's uh, Gandhi for you. <laughs> so step two, like I said, is the um, hold on to your values, which is the H in change, the acronym that I'm using um, to create the startup formula. And in this section, it's all about your business values. But let's start by looking into what are values. And I'm quoting the Oxford, English, the Oxford English Dictionary. That's what it's called. Um, again, values are principles of standards and behaviors. They are one's judgment of what is important in life. In, in, in another way, you can define values as the basis on which many of our decisions are made and affect our thoughts and our actions. They define what you and your business stand for. It's really, really important, especially if you start out, no one really knows what you stand for. And um, if you don't even know it yourself, it's even more complicated to communicate that. So make use of the exercise I'm gonna to explain to you. But first, why should you define your values? Well, first of all, knowing your business values will make the decision process much easier. Because when you have your values and you have to make a decision in your business or also even in your private life, student life, what, um, what other subjects should you choose, what's your, um, the topic of your thesis and so on. Um, when you know your values, all you have to ask yourself maybe is, will this align with my values? Yes. Okay, think about it and maybe give it a go. If it's a no, then you probably should not do it. So it's simplifying things. And it's also a basis for all your branding and communication. And it will help you to define what your business stands for and to communicate that clearer. Let's actually look into how you can define your values. Now, the process that I'm explaining to you now can be sometimes a bit difficult to get your head around. 
So you might want to re-listen to this once you want to actually do this exercise. But it's uh, really great and I've done it for myself, for my personal values to clear out a few priorities in my personal life as well as doing it for my business value to understand better what is important to me in the business and what do what kind of people do I want to attract and uh, how can I communicate better what I stand for because like I mentioned if you're a startup no one knows you and you need to maybe spill it out for people okay so what I want you to do is to brainstorm at least 15 values for your business like we're, we're talking about a business at the moment and uh, the business idea that you have or maybe you're even further down the line this is also a great exercise to do even if you already developed your business to review your values because that's the other thing the values might change over time and uh, things uh, like I already said with the goal as well um, there your life changes what's important in your life changes uh, your environment changes, you might finish with your studies, you might change a subject, <laughs> whatever it is, things are moving in your life and you should be flexible enough to deal with it. So it's a really great exercise that you can do on an annual basis, for example. So 15 values is the minimum I want you to come up with and you take then therefore 15 pieces of paper that could be post-it notes or that are just ripped up, it's uh, just an A4 sheet that you ripped up in 15 pieces, or maybe not ripped up, maybe you wanted to cut them up. <laughs> doesn't really matter, as long as you have 15 pieces where you can write down things. You can even do this in a digital way if you prefer. And then I want you to ask yourself, what do I value? What's important to me? What do I want people to feel when they hear about my business and my business name and what I do? If we're talking about the business, if you want to use this exercise for personal stuff, you can also do this and um, accordingly change the question, what's important uh, in my business, uh, in my personal life, what do I value, what is important to me? Is a simplified question to discover your values. And then write one value on each post-it note or each piece of paper. What you then should do is put them in order of importance. Don't think too much about it because every single time I did this exercise with clients, the order changes. It might be slight changes or it might be complete changes, which is very interesting to see and it gives you clarity because of the process I'm talking you through. It will force you to make decisions between the values. Okay, so put them in order of importance for you. But maybe spend five minutes on that and put them in order of importance. The entire exercise can take up to half an hour or even longer. It really depends on how many values you brainstormed. But I want you to come up with at least 15 because what I want you to come up with is the top 10 list. <laughs> okay, so once you put all the values on the post-it notes and put them in order of importance, what I then want you to do is to take the first two values. So let's say the value that's at position one at the moment is fun. And the value that's at position two is happiness. Okay, these are just examples and it can be whatever it is that you had. But just to explain the process a bit better. So fun is value one and happiness is value two. And let's put a third one in there. 
Um, three, value three, let's say, is professionalism, because we're talking about business. Now, what you do is you need to compare the two values that are next to each other. This is the rule for the entire exercise. And you start at the top. Because you think fun is the most important value to you at the moment, followed by happiness, followed by professionalism. So what I want you to do is take value one, fun, and value two, happiness, and ask the question, I can have, uh, I can have fun, but I can't have happiness. I can have happiness, but I cannot have fun. Now this uh, <laughs> is a strange example, and sometimes the values are very close together, um, and it might be difficult to make a decision, but what you do is you force your brain to make a decision between the two values. And it's really important you ask both ways. So I can have fun, but I can't have happiness. I can have happiness, but I cannot have fun. And then whatever sounds, let's say, more right to you, you decide. So let's say, oh, but uh, no, 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 I want happiness. If I can't have fun, that's okay, but I need happiness. And that means happiness moves up and all of a sudden happiness is the first value and fun is the second one. Now fun is next to professionalism because that was value three, which means you need to compare fun and professionalism. And you do the same thing. You ask yourself the question out loud even. If you do this exercise with someone else and that person can ask you the questions, it's even easier <laughs> to decide because it's more like a dialogue and you're answering really a question that someone else is asking you. So you ask yourself or someone else asks you the question. You can have fun, but you can't have professionalism. You can have professionalism, but you can't have fun. And you think like, oh, no, 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 <laughs> for whatever reason. Professionalism is more important than fun. That means professionalism moves up onto position two and fun moves into position three. But that also means that professionalism is now next to happiness and you have not compared these two values yet. Okay, so this is the, the rule that I mentioned at the beginning. You need to always compare the two new values that are next to each other. So the next thing you would do is you compare happiness and professionalism, asking the same two questions. And maybe it stays that way. And you do that and then you continue with fun, that's now next to professionalism, which is at the top, but you already compared these two. But it might be uh, value four, uh, which is clarity, let's say, <laughs> just for the sake of it. So you do then the question with fun and clarity. If clarity moves up, you then have to compare it to the value that was above it. Okay, so these were really in-depth examples, but sometimes, like I said, it can be a bit difficult to get your head around this exercise. So always compare the two values next to each other, asking the question in both ways. And that really helps you to define the final order and you think like, oh, wow, this is not what I expected. <laughs> and all of a sudden, uh, uh, professionalism is at uh, number one value and you put it at the last, maybe, I don't know. Things usually change around a lot. Or if you are a coach and have done value exercises before, things don't change too much. <laughs> um, what you can do when you brainstorm your values 
is you brainstorm your own values, but if you have really difficulties to come up with 15, you can start Googling value list, for example, and find example values. However, please, please, please um, brainstorm your values first before you start searching, because otherwise what happens is you just choose from lists and you might miss out on a value that's really, really important to you. Okay, and I'm going to give you um, some of my values that I have for my business, which is happiness, authenticity, honesty, professionalism, passion, making a difference, integrity, fun, commitment, and creativity. So these are my top 10 values. And this is why I ask you to come up with 15 values so you can actually have something that is... Um, that you then can create your top 10 values of it. Okay, so you can um, research more values and I could give you long lists now, but uh, I don't want to. First of all, it's, it's boring to listen to it. But second of all, I really want you to come up with your own values first before you start um, some Googling and researching. And I would love to, you to focus on your business values. But like I said, you can also do this with your personal values. Now, if you look at my values that I have, and especially if, if you are uh, the only founder or you, you are two founders, usually the personal values overlap with the business values. But not all of the business values might be relevant for your personal life. So if you look at my values, at my business values, you can see that uh, they overlap as well. And happiness, for example, is uh, important in both in personal and business life. Authenticity is super important to me. Honesty as well. And then comes professionalism. Now, I probably won't have this in my personal um, values list. Now, I want you to get started and do that top 10 list of your values. Again, if you don't uh, want to do that for your business values yet and try it out for your personal values, that's completely fine. It's also a lovely exercise to do with teammates, uh, maybe even for um, projects that you're doing at the university with other students, you can do that together to align your values and to um, set clear expectations and to make clear what you stand for. So whatever project you're working on with other people, it's really interesting to do that together and not just by yourself. Just a tip. <laughs> so what do you do with your values? Once you have your values defined, focus on the top 10, like I said already, and write them down. And you have a good basis in place that will help you with your branding and helps you to define what your business stands for. And you can publicize these values in your marketing material, on your website that you're going to create for your business so that it's easier for your target audience to understand what you value and what you stand for. However, if you communicate your values, make sure you always deliver. <laughs> because there's nothing worse than creating expectations and then under-delivering. If, you want, if one of your values, for example, is excellent customer service and the customer service experience is really bad, it will damage your reputation from the beginning. So make sure you always deliver on your values, even when you don't communicate them. <laughs> and review them on an annual basis. To summarize what we looked at today is your business values, as you know. What are values and how can you define them and how can you come up with your top 10 list and why you should do it and what you should do with it. In the next episode, we're going to talk about step three. It's analyze who you want to work with. And we're going to talk about defining your ideal client. But you can also use these questions and all this what I'm going to give you.
to define who should be your employees once you grow into a bigger company, who should be a co-founder, um, and who do you want to work with as a supplier. That's what we're going to talk about next time. That was it. Thanks for tuning in. And just to let you know, there's a free 30-day Kickstart Your Business Challenge available on my website, creativestartupacademy.com kickstart. And it turns your business idea into reality in just 30 days. And if you could leave a review for this podcast, please, please, please do so because it will help me with my ranking. Thanks so much. I'm looking forward to talking to you next time. Bye-bye.